She's just a fucking DJ. Who has sugar gliders in her house. She's that bitch. Uh-huh. The OG. Listen, she invented it. Um. Oh, oh all right. We're recording. Oh, we started. What is the tea? Um, let me turn this down. Paris Don't is look like sending That do look like Danny. We want, yo, we're having, um... We're having a binge right now with fucking Jesse Ware, and then uh-huh. somehow we remix into Paris Hilton. But what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome back. It's Living Loud with your host, Vic and Maria. Hi. It's episode 87. Oh what's good? The countdown is going down. We're in the 80s, bitch. I need my day glow and hey, all of that. Bitch, day glow. I'm about to go to the beach, bitch, and be a brown ting. Ooh. Honey. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. I hear a giggle in the the background uh-huh. we have a very special guest with us today we are so excited i've been trying to get this person on literally for two months now so oh listen this is the diva of the gram honey mm-hmm. out here giving mm-hmm. you the content for your nerve mm-hmm. for I'm your stupid. nerve and we know every last one of y'all ended up on her page uh-huh. for at least Let, an hour right a uh, uh, special guest let them know who you are Hey, motherfuckers, this Thug Pop. Uh huh. Hey. What's going on? Very simple. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Thug Pop. We got the legendary Thug Pop, the icon, the honey, the jacked princess. Go <laughs> off. Uh huh. Oh That's the cat. No, don't gas me, though. Don't gas What's me. What's up, baby? How you feeling today? How's your summer been? My summer's been popping. 2020 is amazing, surprisingly, mm-hmm. by the grace of God. Wait, wait, wait. Where where are you? You're here, right? You're in BK? You're in Brooklyn? I'm in BK, yeah. Oh, I heard, I heard a little from a birdie, you know, down the street that some of the bars, like the old school bars, like moving and that kind of shit, I hear they're open again and like... They're doing little backyard stuff. Let me hush my mouth because no, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Okay, there's there's stuff so going wait, on. So wait, do you be out or do you be in the house? I be in the fucking house. You be in the house. I'm not trying to like. I'm not like a Bushwick girl. I live in Crown Heights. Ah, what got happens it. in Crown Heights? What does that. anything happen in Crown Heights really? Caribbean parties and shit. Yeah, I mean niggas. Ah, mm. okay, and that's all that matters. Okay, <laughs> I like that. it's very I mean, niggas are out here in Conrad. It's very on the Parkway. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you listen, know, you know. Yeah. Okay, uh, honey, I've been around. Um, <laughs> yes, y'all, no, so yeah. what? What's up? What we did this past weekend? What's our weekend recap? Why don't I never remember? I have no. Oh, we had. Oh, we did a Batman binge. We binged the entire Yo, Batman saga of everything. Pop. The one with Uma Thurman when she's Poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. No, that one's fire. That yeah, but you know what? I, I'm always straddling the fence on whether or not 
Who's more sickening? Is Michelle Pfeiffer more sickening as Catwoman or is Uma more sickening as Poison Ivy? Go. Michelle Pfeiffer is more sickening. See, most people would say that. Most people would say that. Because she let opened me the tell door you. for she, no, she opened the door for Uma. She did. True. She did. But Uma was giving us no. fever. And it was Uma was giving us pussy. Uh-huh. Losing like, uh-huh. the pussy. It was uh-huh. she would walk in with her little palette and blow it in their face and hypnotize them. And no, all this she shit. was with the shirts. Like Bitch, she's the like, hair. Oh, about, you about to get fucked up. Like, <laughs> oh the my hair, God. the makeup, the nails. It was I mean, everything. She was, I mean, she was on. She, was on. she pulled I out think her the most fabulous thing was that she didn't have to do much. She would just pull out her makeup compact. She would blow <laughs> on it, and that was it. It was over for you. And I think that's more me. Pretty. Hmm? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But Catwoman. Catwoman was thirsty. Yeah, she started yeah. it. She started that whole being a female villain was uh-huh. the way to be. Um, uh-huh. That's it. That's the word. Meow. You know, right. but listen, <laughs> we got to give Uma Thurman her thing. She's Mia from Pulp Fiction. No, uh-huh. Uma Thurman is legend. Look, I don't care. Look, she's the bride. She's Mia. Mom. She's Poison Ivy. Like, she do. She she got her roles. Give her her well, shit. What else was that tea? Oh, we went, you and me, we went to brunch on Sunday. Oh, my God. That was cute. Vic, Vic wild out. We wild out at brunch. And then... We sat outside. The guy served us wine. Um, there's a spot up the street for me that I always go to. So, like, we just Well, we went there. to two spots. We went to Bezos. Oh, yeah, Bezos. And then we went to another spot. But listen, if y'all are in Brooklyn, we are officially in phase three, and phase four is projected to come in two weeks. So, absolutely, go try your outdoor brunches, bitches. Bushwick <laughs> and Best Eyes, where it's at. Get yeah. your food on. But Here listen, me. if y'all don't feel comfortable, please stay home, be safe, like, all of that. All right, now on to a serious note. I'm, I'm you want to do that Serious now? no, absolutely. Go ahead. Rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Oh, oh my rest God. in peace, Naya Rivera. Oh, Kristen, did you watch Glee? Yeah, I loved Glee. Like, for real, for real. Like, that was my shit naive. Glee, oh. <laughs> Glee was like, in college, I swear to God, me and my little nerd friend group, that's all we watched. Like, that's how we came together. So, like, when I, I saw... I was really sad, and I think I'm yeah. most sad because... It's, it's really the thought of it's the thought of the four year old like my nephew right now he's mm-hmm. four years old mm-hmm. and so I'm just thinking imagine my nephew and my sister-in-law go out on a day day and they go to the beach or to the pool or something mm-hmm. and some shit happens and my nephew's just like oh mommy went under the water like right they said they just said today an hour ago she died saving him I think mm-hmm. they both were drowning he said oh, that she put him on the boat they, yeah they said, the said kids he said, pushed she pushed him onto the boat yeah oh my god with her last strength what was killing me is I'm so glad that they found her because it's me nothing too. worse than not knowing what happened to your mother your right. daughter your, your your wife you know what I'm saying there's what's that they they put that show out unsolved mysteries on Netflix yeah. last week. And um, <laughs> I'm always gagged at the end of each episode. I'm like, oh my god, they really didn't solve it because, yeah. like, how? Like, there, the first episode is like this Latino man. He was married to this white woman. She said, last I saw him, he was rushing out the house to go to work, mm-hmm. and then he's gone for seven days, a couple of days, and next thing you know, he's dead in the top floor of a hotel. And they looked through the they looked through the roof, and he clearly fell through the roof. 
Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like, did he jump? Was he thrown from a helicopter? Like, and what? it's an unsolved case. Yep. And that woman has to go to bed every night knowing that she'll never know how her she'll husband died. That's so it, weird. It's crazy, but at least this little boy can kind of have closure. At least her mother yeah. has closure to what happened to her yeah. daughter. It's getting weird, bro. It's getting I didn't weird. like. I didn't like the sound of it because they made it very clear that they found the kid. He was sleeping. He was sleeping when they found him, and that her life vest was on the boat. So it's like, why would she? Why would she take off her life vest to get in the water? I have a feeling she took off her life vest and put it around him as well, so that he had double the life vest in case something happened. I, first of all, have we all? Kristen, where are you from, by the way? You from New York? I'm from kind of all over. My parents were in the Navy. Got it. So you're mm. a, you're Army Navy brat. Hopped yeah. around. I We've all been in a lake before, I, I would say. I've never been in You've a lake. You've never been in a lake? No. Well, a lake a lake is a finite <laughs> body. Like, wait, no. <laughs> no. She don't no, do the lake. I don't do the lake. It's a lake. finite body of water. It's not like an ocean where there's like things happening oh, yeah. where you could. Like, I'm like, it's chill. Right. Why is it that when I hear the word finite, I think of Lady Gaga born this way when she was like, it wasn't finite, it was infinite. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I always think of that. Oh, Stephanie, she gets a little pretentious. Miss Germanata. I Look love at my phone. when she uses big words. Can you see uh-huh. my phone background? It's literally. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were a little monster. You know what? I, um, yeah, since day one. You know left. what's been going around the internet I, I, about? about vocabulary mariah carey they're saying that no, mariah, mariah carey has idiot. the best vocabulary uh-huh. Uh-huh. mariah carey is an idiot when it comes to like <laughs> big words i say t words like... no what's the word that she said incessantly yeah it's a shame to be <laughs> no so euphorically <laughs> i think yeah. she sits by a dictionary when she writes and she says oh i like that uh-huh. like a little thesaurus or something yeah uh-huh. she flips it over to a random page and she says For real? that one Oh, is there a guest star? Oh, no, 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 no. So, so back to back to Naya. Unfortunately, she was found um, just two days ago, mm-hmm. um, and it was made clear that, and they identified that the body was hers. The body was under the water. I think they said for four days. For four and a half days. For four and a half days. Um, so sadly, there's that. Um, there's been a huge outpour from ex-co-stars and friends and a bunch of people in the stardom world. But um, something weird's going on because, like, they had the whole Naya Rivera thing happening for the past five days. John Travolta's wife died out of nowhere from breast cancer. Uh-huh. Even though she was dealing with it two years privately. Yeah. Which I personally think that they handled it in a very good way. Because it wasn't this public battle. It, it's, right. To us, it was sudden, but not to them. Like right. it, was, it was really right. none of our business. I, I prefer it that way, honestly. Right. Like, when like, you're a celebrity, I, I prefer like you keeping it like private. Because, because it's so it's a have, private matter. Yeah, you have like all the all the resources to be private. You know what I mean? You know what the cast of Glee said? Like, <sighs> we are. In a generation, right? Like, I think we're all past the age of 25. I'm not going to clock nobody's ages. 
But like we grew up in a world where we had like a life before the internet, right? Yeah. We knew yeah. who we were before the internet. Well, we they call us. The, they yeah. call us bridge. They say in the millennials we are the bridge because we grew up where we still played outside. Uh-huh. We still knew life without you know Nintendo. We MySpace was without, such a foreign concept. To yeah. us. You know what I'm saying? But we jumped yeah. on it. But we I were the first generation to be considered to everyone had a computer in their household. So yeah. the generation after us. They grew up on this shit. They grew up on Twitter. They grew up on IG. They grew up on... So they're writing the cast of Glee like, yo, why are y'all not talking about Naya Rivera? Why are y'all not posting? And Amber mm-hmm. Riley had to post, like, just because y'all don't see us posting on Twitter don't mean we're not calling her mother. Right. Don't mean we're not calling her, her father. Like, we we living in real life. Right. Like, if my, it's not about a fucking pose. If my yeah. girlfriend went missing, I'm not about to be on Twitter all day tweeting. No, find my bitch. No, like no. I'm gonna be out there looking for my bitch. Come on, I'm gonna be out there looking for my bitch. Like, Can you imagine? You imagine your best friend going missing and somebody tweeting, "Thug pop, I haven't heard from you. Why you not saying nothing?" You, it's because I'm looking for my bitch. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. you know what I'm saying? But that shit no, 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 no. irks me. And then, aggravating. Did you hear about Nicole Thea, the YouTuber who died? So, I don't follow her, but she was on E News. She has like 200K followers on YouTube. African girl. Like, I'm not sure if she's Nigerian or something, but I don't want to presume. But she was pregnant. Fully, full term pregnant. She died while giving birth. She Uh, died. Wait, I did hear about that. Uh huh. She died and her baby died. How do you? That's so sad. How does a hospital allow? Like I, you hear of mothers dying during childbirth. That happens. Yeah, that happens. But when you lose the mother and the baby, you can at least That's most crazy. times they salvage the baby. Yeah. Which is That's further true. starting this discussion that like doctors don't give their best care to black women. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's like a whole thing. Uh-huh. Like. There's like a whole thing about like my friend Mars like is an advocate for black women healthcare because like there's too many black women dying right in a hospital uh-huh. like that's like so strange that these black women are like dying in the hospital mm-hmm. yeah like what the fuck listen it's, a thing. It's, it's too much my sister literally got went to the hospital last night for something small and my little sister's a, a registered nurse she stormed through there. To make sure that they're giving our sister proper treatment, because right. her, as a medical professional, she knows what happens to black women. Yeah. And Baby. what's his name? And last but not least, Lisa Marie Presley's son killed himself. Oh God. Like oh. Elvis's grandson killed himself literally two days ago. Shot himself. So it's this like it's it's just a lot going on in the world it's 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 interesting i was watching a series on apple tv plus called defending jacob um if you guys haven't seen it it's with chris evans and um it is about a really long yeah oh shit it's about a really like kind of drawn out (laughs) kind of uh court sentence with a with a teenager blah, blah, blah. 
anyways watch it it addresses a lot of issues within the court systems and within police and investigators and detectives and how much money they make and all this shit and all i could think about was in the political climate like watching the show and saying wow we really need to defund the fucking police we really need right, to period. Like, i'm like wow this really came out at the best time so if yeah. anybody listening if you haven't had a chance i would suggest even if you got to get that free trial honey get that free trial and watch that shit. it's a very good show Doug Pop, um, did you go out and protest last month or recently i'm or? not a crowd person so right. i kind of did my at home shit like uh-huh. signing the petitions emailing and calling type shit sharing resources um, calling yeah yeah do what i can do from like what i can do because i can't do crowd was you yeah. here for it though i was here for it oh yeah mm-hmm well, speaking of speaking of the shits of the shits, <laughs> let's get into you. All wait, right, wait, 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 wait! Before we do her, we gotta talk about Miss Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh shit! We oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, <laughs> let's talk about it. What do you think? What do you think, Kristen? I think it's like kind of lit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, like, I I like. Okay, so. I think it's just powerful when people like ownership even if they're like lying uh-huh. but i think it's just like powerful when people like actually tell like yo like black women being really like honest like yo i was fucking on you right like you know i'm not sorry about it i needed but... you for a moment to make me feel good right. i was feeling low yeah nah, it wasn't i wasn't completely in the right but it is what it listen is. for me people are trying to really spin this narrative of like she's a oh jada's this predator she takes advantage of people when they're down she said it herself Who's she likes to, she likes to fix the projects. Internet. oh honey the internet is like coming at her yeah and they're it's trying like, to paint her as all it's like it's over right it's like no but at the same time i feel like this you know what say what you want but we forget August did not get in an entanglement with her when he was 15 or 18. Right. He was over 21 when right. he met yeah, her. He's a grown That's ass a grown-ass man. Absolutely. So let's stop. And yes, are we impressionable as young adults? But the, the fact is this. That's a young fucking adult. And that's the young adult who had tons of money at the time doing what he needed to do. Because at that time, he was a successful music He artist. had that song with Nicki. He, he had the song with Trey Songz. I mean, he was out here. He was, he out, was here. out here. So for me, it's like, let's stop spinning this narrative like she took advantage of this like, well, people young, say young this. kid. People say, because August had a lot of mental health issues and he had a lot of physical health issues. Yeah. Like, that was public. And people yeah. say if you swapped the genders, right? So if Jada was, you know, a 40-something-year-old man and August was a 22, 23-year-old woman who had a lot of public battles with mental and physical health, they would say he took advantage of her. Yeah. They yeah. would. If yeah. he was a man and she was this woman who struggled publicly, they would say that's fucked up. Like, he shouldn't have taken And then you her. got back with your wife and just threw her out on the, on the right. curb. Because Jada pretty much got back with Will. Right, but for me, that's where but I'm they saying. they were never not together. They were never right. not together. That's well, it. They no. never divorced. They no, said no. they were separated. They said they, they were, were life not. partners, though. They said they were not together. That's what they said out of their mouths, which I believe. I do believe that they broke up. Yeah. But I believe they broke up and they both the, did what they wanted to do. But the fact is this. She was still married to him. Right. Period. Yeah. Right. That was her I husband. Like kids and babies and right. And no, first of all, kids, yada, yada. kids that were your friends. 
They were your friends. You used to hang out with Jaden and Willow. So I have how a question. You, how you hanging out with these kids and now you fucking their mom? Would Bro. y'all ever date someone who's who's legally married? Like if yeah. they came to you and said, "Hey, I'm married, but yeah. like it's it's not it. We done." Yeah, I would. Y'all yeah. would. Yeah. But yeah. knowing knowing that this Jada thing could happen at any moment, I have less and less respect for what marriage means nowadays Ooh. than anything. Uh-huh. I mean, I think marriage at this point with the divorce rate being above 50% is right. a fucking joke. Right. Like, it is what it is. I'd rather a union, a life partnership where we agree right. to be life with each other. partnership is cool. Yeah. Like, I'm not with that. Well, how about shit. you, Mr. Holy Matrimony? How do you feel about marriage? Um, marriage is okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, into, like, older marriages and being like, oh, that's really cool. Um, but I was, like, just talking to my friend yesterday about, like, like, if I was to have, like, a nigga in my life, like, on some serious shit, uh-huh. like, it would have to be on some Kimye shit just because, like, it would just have to make some type of sense business-wise or some shit. Oh. Like, if we got married, it would have to be for the betterment of our businesses and, like... Really? You wouldn't do it just for love? No, no. I just had this conversation (laughs) yesterday where I said, love ain't enough, baby. Uh I had to tell a guy, I said, listen, listen, I just told somebody yesterday, I said, listen, I could love you till the end of days, but if I don't like you, Uh if I don't want to be around (laughs) you, if I'm not inspired by you, if I don't fuck with who you are as a person, what's the fucking point? I could love you from afar, honey. Okay. I'm not with it. I mean, I'm with it. I'm with it to a certain extent. Like I had did a little. What are those filters? They like those filters on Instagram, and yeah. they ask you questions, and it has said love or career, and I have picked career, and I had yeah. somebody write me and said, really, like career What's over love. Sign, I said absolutely. I'm an Aquarius. Okay. What's your sign? I'm a Gemini. What are you? I'm a Capricorn. Ooh, oh, Jesus you, was a Capricorn. Still waters Period. run deep, y'all. I, I've always said I cannot read y'all. Like Who, Capricorn? Oh, my God. My dad's a Capricorn. So like, is okay, mine. My, my dad's a Capricorn, a Capricorn too. Yeah. I, never... I mean, my mom's a Gemini. Sorry, what the fuck? Are y'all close? <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> it's so hard. Like, Capricorns to me, I was Be just... Right. I was just hanging no. with... We there. We there. <laughs> I was hanging with a cap the other day. As soon as he said he was a cap, I said, shit, that is why I'm having a hard time cracking your show. No, why do I love the thought of that? She cool. She cool. Mama. She cool. Oh, yeah, she cool. Yes. <laughs> she over there. Wait, when's your birthday? December or January? January 9th. Ooh. Oh, you're right there. Oh, my cousin's birthday is January 9th. Cool. Gilbert. Yeah, that's Gilbert's birthday. So you and her, y'all a week apart. She's the yes, 21st. I'm the 21st. Oh, cool. So she's right off the, over the But bed. I'm Aquarius, you know. But I'm right on the cusp. But bitch, listen. They said Jada, August, and Will are all Virgos. And I don't know much about Virgos. <laughs> that's a but lot. But I know that's a lot of pressure in a house. Uh-huh. Because Virgos, <laughs> Virgos need perfection. And they don't admit yeah, it. Virgos are... Yeah. Legit psycho. Right. Vir- I had like one Virgo in my life, not too, like a couple years ago as listen, a friend, listen, and he is listen. gone for a reason. Mm-hmm. Virgo right. Same. Mm-hmm. They don't let shit just be. They cannot let. No, they like, they like, they're like, oh, you're not, you're not perfect. Oh, fuck you. Right. They're like, bitch, neither the fuck are you. And it's like, you're the biggest, ma- we're not doing this. Uh-huh. We're not doing this. Okay. 
Okay, we want to get into you, Miss Thing. So let's do this. This is the you segment. So this can is I for do you to shine your light? I'm gonna talk about how I found Thug Pop. Go. Okay, let me like go in here. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about how I found you, and I feel like it's similar to a lot of people. Okay. I was on Instagram, and my explore page <laughs> had showed me like this really cute, graphically, artistically done gay porn image and i was like what is this so i clicked on it and it was like 1999 2000 2001 era like homoeroticism like that latino huh the black inches magazine right right like very like night like harlem like type of look oh like tiger tyson shit right Uh that era and i was like I was like, ooh, <laughs> bitch, I can't with her. I can't. Thug Pop fell out. Wait, <laughs> let me ask you. Okay, while we're on it, who was your favorite porn star from back in the day? Because I know we just did Tiger Tyson, but who else? I honestly kind of don't have one. <laughs> Maybe like Fat Daddy. Oh ooh. my God. Do you know we met him in LA? We met him in LA. And he I is, met him. He is fun. fine. He's fine. Yeah. But He's you fine. know what? I, um,. I don't know if I want to say his name because I don't know if it's nice, but I ran into a guy from that era, right? And Why don't you just say his name? Right, it's, it's not, not good, leave it on the playground. It's not a good story. We gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. I don't understand. All right, I ran into. Do you remember Shorty J? He was real short. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Shorty J literally grew up down the street from me in Philly. I'm from Philly, mm. and he used to teach um, step and like drill team for the kids and around the block. So I go to college, just around 08. I go to college and, you know, I'm exploring my sexuality and uh-huh. I'm, you know, releasing myself. And then okay. <laughs> I find my neighbor on a porn site. And I'm like, oh uh, my God, I grew up with him. That's him. That's him. And right the video, there. the video had, <laughs> the video had been at least five years old. So if it was 08, if I was like 03, 04, 05 or whatever. And he was getting dogged on camera. And I was like, oh, that is fab. So I saw that. (laughs) So I went to my friends. I was like, yo, I I know this Shorty J guy. And my friends was like, oh, bitch, I love him. And I'm like, oh, my God. So then fast forward two years later. Two years later, I'm home from college break. And I'm sorry, but he was outside the gas station asking people for dollars, like, for money. Um, like, he was homeless. Well, that, I mean, a lot of these... And that, I, like, it broke my heart. That happens, because, like, like, when you really get down to it, the porn industry is really, really, like, uh, a predatorial space. Yeah. So, these porn stars that we look, look back on, or even ones that we know... Like, I, like, there's, okay, whatever. There's been these situations where, like, I guess getting inside of this practice and, get, and making this work, you just realize a lot of shit. And, like, a lot of these things, like, a lot of these, like, white niggas or, like, white people will, like... <laughs> no, white niggas, I love that. I love that. I love that. You're, like, literally, like, put drugs on these black bodies so, like, these black bodies can, like, perform to wow. their liking. And it gets really, 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 like, just disgusting. There's a house, there's a house in Philly, there's like a house in like deep up north towards Erie in Philly where 
they used to film a lot of porn. There was a lot of our popular porn, like Raw Rods and all that shit used to happen there. And I remember I was messing with this guy. He was kind of like a drug kingpin in Philly. Um, That's the life and she lived. I was running around with him for a little bit. Griselda and Blanco. I was riding around in his truck, and he used to sell coke. And so uh-huh. I was like, oh, shit. He was like, yo, we got to drop by. Like, I got to make some big money. And I'm like, oh, I don't like being in the car with you, like, when you do that kind of shit, like, when you go yeah. and drop off. And he's like, nah, 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 we just going to stop by quick. I can't miss nah, this. This is big nah. money. He's Let like, this out. is big money. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, whatever. We pull up around this house, and these boys get in in the back. They get in the car, and we driving around the block so that they could get, you know, they good. And they was literally talking. They were like, oh, yeah, we about to film, blah, blah, blah. And these are all porn boys. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, my God, that's the house. That's where they film. So then we, we're outside and literally from the outside when we pull up out and we're part, I can see the giant black umbrellas where they put the lights in and all that shit. Right. And I'm like, yo, they're really about to film and go down in there. <laughs> it's and, down. It's so, and it's like they cannot do it unless they are like drugged out because, girl, you're about to get pounded for like two hours. You need yeah. something to numb you. And then oh. the one boy was talking to me because he was being friendly. He said, oh, my God, mama, you're so cute. He's like, you're so cute. He's like, if you take off all that dragon stuff, you would do great because cunt don't sell. He said, cunt don't sell, baby. You got to butch it. He was like, cunt don't sell. And wow. I was like, are you giving me advice on how to be a poor Girl, I'm not getting into that. Wow. But, yeah, I mean, like, it happens. Asked you either, no like... one asked you, sis, and I'm not <laughs> taking off my, my makeup. But here's the the other tea. So this is a big thing that I've also been seeing coming up now is the the discussion around OnlyFans. Some people are like, OnlyFans is not porn. Or is is porn OnlyFans? Like, what what do we consider it? It can and it can be. So some people feel like, if I get on my OnlyFans and I touch myself and I this and that, that's just me expressing myself. It's my private channel. I I would say that is porn. What was that? And then these people are saying, "Well, I'm not a porn star," and it's like, "What well, are you not?" What was that because, movie? Like, that, what was if, that movie you showed me on Netflix last week with the opening scene? Love. Lovely. Oh, love, love. Did you nah, see? I love, love that movie. Did yeah. you see Love? The yeah. French. It's French, I think. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. the opening scene is unsimulated sex, meaning they are actually doing that. And yeah. there was a film. I don't know. I feel like you got references. Did you ever hear a film called Short Bus? Yeah. I watched Short Bus like 10 years ago. Okay. And Short Bus also featured unsimulated sex. It was real sex, but it was a it was not a pornographic film. So the yeah. creators said. But my thing yeah. is, if you have sex on camera, does that automatically make it porn? No. No. The, the the director said it's not porn because it's not meant to stimulate the audience sexually. Yeah, there's there's a line, there's a line, and like, and I've had to like research where that line is. Right. My own work because yeah. when I made like Holy Matrimony, I like really wanted to play with the lines of like where where the fuck that line is. Yeah. Um, but there there. The intention is where the line is. So if you're intending for people to be aroused, then it's porn. If your intention is to make art, then it's art. But like, right, if, right. It, if it if it does inspire an erection, then that's kind of on the viewer. Because yeah. it's true. Because Beyonce can do a bikini ad in, in Sports Illustrated, and someone can be aroused and jerk off to that. Yeah. Right. And that's not porn. Right. 
But yeah. what's the it's girl? It's erotic. Right. Chloe Sevigny. Chloe Sevigny did an indie film in 03. And she's Brown like, Bunny. Brown Bunny. I knew Brown it. Bunny, I, knew I, I referenced I Brown Bunny for Holy Matrimony. You like, did. So she yeah. was dating the director at the time. His name's Vincent something. And he played the main, they played, they starred in the two. And in the movie, she gives him sex, uh, oral sex. Yeah. She sucks yeah. his dick on camera. And people were trying to get, you know, get it disqualified from Cannes Film no, Festival. She, um, I ruined her career. Chloe? No, she's... They say. They say. She, yeah, that that made her take a big hit, I will say. But she's yeah. still around. Like, she was just in um, Queen of Slim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, she, she's out here still, right. but, like, her... like It stopped her, her from being a mega, day. mega... The right. mega, mega actress. She was the yeah. indie darling, and it kind of blackballed her for a little bit. Because they're like, girl, <laughs> you sucked a dick on camera. You're trash now. But and so, it's like... So wow, back to really? but back to that question. What do you think about the whole OnlyFans thing? They're getting offended that people are referring to them as porn stars. And it's like, I'm not a Are they getting offended? Uh, yeah, Flashman there Wade, are, Flashman there are some people who himself. are offended. They're like, I'm not a porn star. I don't do porn. I have an OnlyFans. Like, well, what are they doing on their OnlyFans? I've seen Flashman Wade literally spread his butt on camera and play with his butt. Yeah. But, he, but he's like, I'm not a porn star, though. Like, I just... They're not a porn star. <laughs> and I wouldn't call that, like... I would call it porn, but I wouldn't right. call them, like, porn stars. I don't know. It's like... It's a hard line. I'm okay with niggas like doing OnlyFans because like, because like you gotta get money right like, somehow. <laughs> so let's be let's be messy. Have any of y'all confession? Have any of y'all seen one of y'all friends OnlyFans and had a moment to it? I yeah. could, I wish I could, but have you? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, I have. There's people who I know that I'm cool with, and Ooh, like say they name. we talk. No, 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 now that we not do it. Say their name. But we'll that I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, I had a moment. Well, that one guy that came to your house, he has an OnlyFans, but it's not like who the one guy who came to my house. Oh, who are you talking about? Stinky. Oh, <laughs> wait. Wait, she knows uh, this guy. She no, knows this guy. No, seriously, stop, stop, stop. He don't Wait, listen. No, 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 no. We're gonna tell you when when, when the mic go off. I uh, swear to God, God, I'm gonna tell you because I'm telling you. Like she, she you know, know him. him. You know him. I know she knows him. Yeah. I know she knows him. We're I gonna talk about it. everyone. Right. right. And so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And when we talk about it, this is gonna be the key. You okay. are going to bust out laughing because everybody on the scene thinks the same thing but nobody's saying anything okay let's talk about it there's a person who we know right that he's very okay i'm not gonna say his name but you'll probably figure it out he's okay. very sexy very handsome he's super flirtatious great this and body that. great body he's very alternative brooklyn however he does this whole natural thing where he suffers from bo like he always is kind of... He doesn't do deodorant. He doesn't do deodorant. And it's like, oh, baby. And it's like... And he rides his bike everywhere. And here's the thing. Don't get it twisted. We've, so, been to those, we've been to those Brooklyn clubs where it happens. Sometimes when you go to those alternative clubs, there's a lot of, like, smells and this and that. Natural, it happens. But this guy is always musky. And it's like... It's a bad way. In yeah, a bad way. Right. And you could even oh, be... that's turning me on. Bitch. Kind of right. You could, be a, you could be outside with him somewhere. And it's like, ooh... It's still there. Can we talk about smells, though? Because I don't play with smells. 
I've had a lot of people tell me when I left the gym, they'd be like, yo, I'm about to pull up. Like, don't do nothing. Don't shower. And I'm like, are you serious? And they're dead No, serious. they're dead serious. I mean. I had a guy ask me <laughs> that he wanted me natural unshowered, but he wanted me full up in my, in my drag. And I'm like, how? I'm like, how do you think that works? I'm like, yeah, in order to get know. in my drag, I got to get in the shower. I got to shave. I got to get myself together. Yeah, I got to get ready. Like, what are you thinking? Why would you think I'm going to have this natural all day? There's some queens up in my drag. There's some queens uh, that yeah. are burly, hairy armpit, you know, stinky queens. Well, that's though. not my zhuzh and they know that. That's so not don't, what you don't do. ask me to pull up like that because that's not my that's not my zhuzh. That's like okay. So how did you when did you first discover what Black Inches was? I want to know what that was about. Uh, Ooh. Uh, did you have it in person or did you find it online? I've always kind of known about these things. Like, okay, first of all, I've been doing what I've been doing for years. Like, uh-huh. like I've been, like, obsessed with Black, like, Black niggas <laughs> in general. Yeah. <laughs> like, for a while. For a minute. And then... I realized, like, the first time I saw myself, like, I had representation of my body, like, as a black man in the media yeah. was in porn. Mm-hmm. So when so when I realized that, I was, like, just always, like, really into porn, but, like, not, like, in a, like... Obsessed, creepy way, but... not Yeah, not in, like, a, oh, like, I love porn, I'm jerking off all day, but, like, in a, in a, in a way like being like okay this is like so you view porn as art definitely no <laughs> not all the time no because uh-huh. <laughs> there's different there's be... different levels of porn there's different categories yeah, like the inches stuff and like the and then when i started really getting into it like learning about like athletic model guild and like all these like 60s porn and like like just seeing how like the errors in porn are. Yeah. I just really got into it. And then I really got into it more so when I realized like who was taking these images and who was making these videos. And then I realized it was a lot of white people. Right. Do you like of black men? Like yeah. shooting black men. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. you like uh scripted porn? Like I do. like where I do. there's a true storyline with dialogue and they gotta memorize lines. In terms of like what I like Sexually, both. Uh, me personally, I'm more on the terms of as real as possible. Yeah, uh-huh. like as like real as like. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> like me, like me personally, I like getting on Twitter and seeing some raw ass amateur shit. Like yeah, I like to feel fire. like I'm in the room. That's fire. I like. I like black readers. I'm yeah. understand. Is that a website? Is that a studio? Yeah. Yes. You heard of that? Absolutely. Listen. Everybody be on there. You I know feel who like Gail King be, on this call. You know who used to be my girl? Um, Remy. Yeah. And Remy, Remy was cool. my girl because I went to college with Remy. About to say, didn't and we had classes, classes together. <laughs> and I used to be like, go off, bitch. I used to see her in class. And let me tell you, she was very studious. She used to uh-huh. show up in class on time, uh-huh. sit down and do her assignments. I love that. I love but that. she was literally working all night at 5 a.m. getting pummeled. Yeah, she was she had things to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend. I have a friend who was obsessed with him. 
And you know what's funny? Because you mentioned black and white in the media and stuff like that. I I openly discuss how, like, even when I left high school and went to college, like, I was okay with being a token black person. Like, yeah. I stop. But it's real, though. Like, I was... You were okay with that? No. Well, was. I was 18. Oh, okay. okay you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. I was from first to eighth grade, I didn't know many black kids. Like, when I went to school, I used to get bust out to the suburbs. And yeah, then when I went to I mean, high school, and then when I went to high school, I was with a bunch of black kids, and I felt like an alien. So when I went to college, and I got around white people again, I thought I would be coming home. You know, like that, that black guy who doesn't like hanging with? And I realized, oh no. Oh no, this is not my people either. Yeah, no. And I had to find my own people within my black and, and brown community. And he found us, yeah. the Tranny-licious girls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to find my own people. But I was part of the brainwashing that thinking that white men were more attractive. Of, That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And like my first porns that I would watch was like Bellamy, like that French porn agency, no. and Sean Cody. And Ew. when I would see the black porn, I'm like, I don't like this. But then Ew. as I got right, but then as I got older, I was you like, into, like your like identity. And yeah, stuff. I stopped dating white men in like 2010. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm like, I couldn't do it, and I started dating black men, and then I started becoming more like, like loving all my own people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! Like, I was brainwashed like, as fuck to thinking like yeah, European every. It, it, they do that on purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I that's why, so but you know what? My favorite thing is amateur, like y'all was saying, but if it's a high quality, like black studio, like what's that? It's called Next Door Ebony. Next Door wow. Ebony. I enjoy those. You know who be out love, there? Oh, um, wow. Jason Zhu. And he is so Jason Zhu is cute. cool because he speaks up. Jason Zhu is like, a trooper. Um, he is so cute oh my yeah, god i have a big crush on him so listen yeah, okay so me personally um my first time seeing you and your work was actually very recently um yeah. i know that your work was featured in um office the moby uh oh right right the right moby oh uh, uh, yeah they crashed my photo shoot film festival yeah they crashed they, it and they yeah. were there, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> okay, let's spill tea, let's spill tea." No, so no, I'm no. Like, so I was no, like, I'm, "No, I'm, I, I will be that bitch, like to be like, cause, like that office thing has a lot of levels to it." Yeah. So spill. Okay, so Simon Lesmussen, who is the creator and edit editor in chief of Office, uh -huh. I've known him since I was like nineteen. I'm twenty seven. I love Office Magazine, by the way. Go ahead. We, like, we've had a very long history. I was in his wedding. Mm -hmm. Like, we are, like, really, really close. Mm -hmm. And so he had hit me up on some, I want you to, like, recreate what you post, and you can do whatever you want. Yes, like, okay. And so I'm very, very hands-on with, like, whatever I create. Even if I'm in the image or, like, not in the image. If your I'm name like, is on it, you got to be. Yeah, I'm having physical labor with this image. Uh -huh. um, and so they let me, like, literally pick from the photographer to the stylist to, to the backdrop. So, like, everything was, like, my – I picked it. Like, Did you do the casting? I did the casting. Well, uh -huh. the only thing that was like I had no control over 
was so we didn't have a, a, a sponsor so okay. we had to find a sponsor and we were like talking to like absolute we were talking to a whole bunch of niggas did men's.com sponsor the men.com sponsored the shoe okay. and then contractually i had to use d'angelo jackson which was a okay with me uh-huh because uh-huh. he's fire and he's gorgeous still, he's like He's like so sweet and so nice and so professional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like it was like just levels and like they definitely like kind of came in. I'm glad they came in when they came in because there was drama on set because one of the cast members that I like one of the porn actors that I had casted to yeah. get like fucked or whatever. Yeah was really high off Tina when he came uh-huh. to the set uh-huh. and he like he was too high to um, to function to, to function. cooperate basically yeah like he was freaking everybody out and I had to put, put my big girl panties on and like kick him off set because he was too high did y'all finish what y'all had to do or we like yeah I mean thank god like D'Angelo knew like Max Connor and then Max Connor has like a whole caliber of like he has like a roster of people. Yeah. And so they picked like well like we picked like I was like they have to be black and they have to be like they just have to be black, like period. Yeah. And so we got um Derek Klein who came in clutch like last oh, minute okay. and finished the job so and stuff. <laughs> but it was chill. Got it. Okay, and I mean, it sounds like a lot can go into it, but that was my initial. I said, "Oh my God, what is this?" Um, because uh, I had filmed some stuff too for that uh for that Moby uh, film festival thing, and yeah. I was like, oh, "Okay, cute." Um, so I was watching, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." And Vic is like, "Oh, I know him. Like, we gotta get him on the show." So we put you on our <laughs> roster of like people yeah. to have on, and we wanted to get you during Pride. But we have some last minute fucking lineup shit and just, you know, the craziness of COVID. So it's like, let's get him on here. But it's definitely been something that we 100% wanted you to be on here, especially from that whole holy matrimony thing. So let's talk about that. Like what birthed that? Like where did the concept come from? What was this? Because now it's on Jack. The film is on Jack. It's like... <laughs> yeah, it's on Jack. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I had like filmed that like last year, like November 2019. I like filmed that like on some like with my friend Isaac and Shane Oliver. Um, we just were like chilling, kind of, and like we have the HBA archive here, so we were just kind of like, let's just make something. And so like I like had this poem, I had like these dreams, and so I just kind of merged them together. And then I had my friend Finn, who's based out in London. He does a lot of work with like Wells Bonner and like Moa Lola and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had him like edit it, but then once it was finished, finished, that was like February 2020. Um, but then I had, I kept giving it to like, ID Magazine, Days, yeah. and, Days and Confused, like yeah. those people to like drop it and they kept saying no. They were just, they kept saying like, oh, there's like drugs in it. There's like, 
Yeah. Basically, they were being anti-black. Basically, yeah. that's what I'm gonna say. Like yeah. on record, like they were being anti-black because there was nothing wrong with that film, like whatsoever. The film is definitely dope, and I like really believed in it. And so I just kept like, I kept like giving it to like garage and stuff. Like I was just giving it away, basically. Yeah. Until my friend, my friend, I like basically talked to my friend Khalid, who does work with like. He has like some, he does like out, outfire or something. They do like a lot of black, he's black, mm-hmm. like whatever. So um, it's very black ass, go mm-hmm. on. Yeah, like black it really fun. comes down, I guess like it really comes down to me making connections with black people and then those black people helping me get my work seen. And he does a lot of work with Jack. Yeah. And so when I sent him my film, I was, it was just on some drunken night shit. Yeah. Like, I was really, really drunk. I was really, really pissed off. And I was like, hey, like, I have this film. Like, can you, like, help me in some kind of way? And he was like, oh, my God, like, that's so perfect because we're actually doing, like, a film fest on Jack. And, like, I want you to be, like, a part of it. So then that's how the whole... That's really real. That's really real. I was talking with some white man over at Jack to get him to help get some sponsorship for as much as I can. It's yeah. a play for like queer black men, um, all this stuff. It's done really well for the past couple of years, and like yeah. I would, they they definitely get down. Like people could say what they want about Jack, and people have their opinions. No, about they Jack, support, but they support. Yeah, and they're they get doing down. it like, like the right way. They're really getting down. They're doing with, like, it prune. Like yeah. it's like okay, we're only we're gonna give you this amount of money, and we're also like also I just want to like stress the fact that like they paid me money to like post my shit like Uh Uh those other white entities would have just posted it up and been like here here you go right be grateful here's your your shit like whatever and it was beautiful that you shared like oh you know I just took a fucking shot in the dark. I was mad. I was drunk. I was this and that, whatever. And, like, sometimes I used to tell this one, like, when we were first launching Living Loud and stuff, like, there used to be this opinion of, like, oh, they're always out. They're always this and that. And we always used to stress, like, yeah, we may be at a club or we may be out at a function, but, like, believe you me, we're always networking. Like, there used to be times that we would be at a club and we would get up on the mic and be like, yo, listen to Living Loud. Like, we we would do do what we had to do because people always say, like, networking can really take you, if not the same place, and it has. further than a fucking degree can. <laughs> and it has. So not, let's not, do what we gotta do. City, and like, what, would be, what would be your advice? What would be your advice for other creatives, right, who are doing stuff, who are like, like you just said, you at one point felt like, at this point, I'm just giving my creative project away. And like, I, I, I gotta have some sort of what, what do you call that? Like a dignity or a self-respect to say, I'm not just going to give my fucking art away for free. Yeah, no. Because being an artist, you also have to... We live in a capitalist society, so like you have to be able to pay your bills. Yeah. Um, you have to be able to like have your work also be seen, be taken seriously, but you also have to fucking pay your fucking rent. Yeah. Um, I don't... I feel like... I feel like not being afraid to reach out or not being afraid to hear no is, like, the best thing because the worst thing that they can say is really no. And then you just move on accordingly. 
but I feel like a lot of these, a lot of people I know, or like a lot of people that reach out to me, they're just scared of like rejection or like they're scared like no one's gonna like it. But honestly, you have to start somewhere. So why not start like here? I learned a lot from that from this one right here because even when we started the show and even when we wanted sponsorship and we started out at a studio for the first season of the show and yeah this bitch was knocking on doors emailing big corporations and stuff like that and i'm like what are you doing and she's like what (laughs) like why not like what do we really have to lose what they gonna say no what they gonna not respond or they could say yes and it could make a world of difference like i felt so affirmed like i i started this little sex relationship column that i do dear maria through moby and like it's gotten some little attention here and there and i like I kind of kept it on the back burn and like now it's like it's getting this attention where people are like you need to do something with this and I'm like I'm almost (laughs) ignoring the calls that are coming from inside Mm -hmm. the house that now I'm like okay let me try something the universe talks to you man. right so now I'm pushing this and I'm pitching it and people are so like with it and now I'm like fuck now I gotta make a full pitch we're working on a promo I told her to pitch it to these big corporations because they will pick it up yeah so yeah, no. We, you never know until you try, honestly. Right. Right. But that's my but that's where I was coming from with that advice to like people who are just like there's people who we will never know we're working on something. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. like they never talk about it or they never put it out there. And it's like I have what a do question. we say to those people? So I like speaking with creators on the show, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I mm-hmm. work in a creative industry. Like I work yeah, I at a you know and <laughs> But she is an artist. Maria's an artist. Uh-huh. Maria's a creative. You're a creative. You're an artist. I always like to ask, because there's a production company called Art and Karmers. They do big stuff. But yeah. I love the name of that company because that truly is the battle of an artist is art versus commerce. You may mm-hmm. have to sometimes compromise your art to make money. And sometimes yeah. you may have to compromise your money to stay true to your art. Yeah. So what do you do when you have this big opportunity and they say, you know what, we want to sign you, we want to take your film, but can you edit out that scene that has the the drugs or da-da? you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? Um, it's so I had this conversation with like my mom recently. Yeah. My mom is like in corporate America and she's been really really cool with. She's been like a a person that like understands like everything I've been through or whatever. Yeah. It's my mom, obviously. Um, so I had, so recently, I don't want to like put the company out there, but basically like, they basically, I basically shot this whole thing with my team, self-produced it and everything. And then they kind of like shitted on it or whatever. They were like, oh, like we want to use these photos, but I had other photos in mind that were like more artistic and more like what I would want to be in the world. Right. However, they had, so like if it doesn't have Christian Mooney on it or like Doug Pop on it, then I kind of take my shit out of it and do what they need to do because they, because it's not my necessarily name on it, it's their name. Right. So if it's their name on it, then, then that's when I kind of like take my, that's when I'm less like, you let go a little bit about it, I guess. Yeah. Like that's yeah. when I'm less like bitchy. But if it has like my name on it, like if it's holy matrimony, I'm not making no fucking compromises on it because like that's my shit. Yeah. But if it's like, I don't know, the like the beats thing or something like that, then like 
if they like if they're like hey like can you go back to drawing board on these images like be mine and then they also like compensate me on that inconvenience yeah and then i'm with it but if you're just like oh fuck you like do what do what i want you to do i'm i'm less inclined to yeah we we've had some of those not arguments but we've had to have some of those discussions before where i'm like we're not doing it Mm -hmm. and he's like wait and i'm like we're not doing it they're not gonna pay us we're not doing it or they're not paying us what we need to do we're not fucking doing it they want us for a reason Mm -hmm. and so i used to be the type to not worry about fighting for my daughter and 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 even that like what you said earlier about your art like your conviction i had a i had a very successful producer who produces a lot of creative things and she's white she's a white woman and she came to me and said hey this whole thing with your dear maria thing it's dope it's amazing like i think you got something here and i'm backing you all the way but here's my advice i think you need to clean up your image you know Mm -hmm. and it not be so party girl or not be Uh -uh. so this and this and that and i could take the feedback because i said i understand where you're coming from and a hundred percent i get that but what i wanted to be clear was is no i want that to be my i I want it to be authentic i want people to know that it's coming from a place of i'm not trying to appeal to this big pharma company I'm not trying to appeal to these people. If they want to fuck with me or get behind me, they'll get behind me with the full concept, you know, yeah. which which includes swearing. Don't Like, I'm going to definitely curse and swear. I'm going to yeah. use profanity. I'm going to talk raw. I'm going to use slang. I'm going to this yeah. and that. So, like, you're telling me to, like, clean up, and I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I'm like, no. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna because I want it to be that because that's the raw and authenticity of it. And then from my actual readers and people who tune in every week to my column, they're like, oh, um, we love how raw you keep it. We love how fucking honest you keep it. And I'm like, right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, and, and she's probably right. I will probably get a nice 25K from this, you know, big company that would do it if I just cleaned it up a bit. But at the same time, that's not my vision. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that is not what I was here See, to do. See, but that's the discussion of art versus commerce again. How married are you to what your vision is versus securing it, the bag? It depends. It you know what I'm saying? Because if a yeah. lot of artists, they, they're artists because that's who they are. That's in their heart. They can't be anything else. They could, you know, work in an office. They could do those things, but that wouldn't feed their soul, right? So yeah. a lot of artists, they have to do it. But my thing is, like we said, we live in a capitalist society. We, you know, we have to pay our bills. And yeah. it's like, I'll give you this check if you just take that off. So it's it like... It depends for me. Like, yeah. if I'm commissioned... Okay, so Holy Matrimony, that wasn't a commission. Like, right. I made that out of my own pocket. Uh-huh. That was my shit. So I own that. But if you commission me to make a film and I'm using your money and certain things like that, right? I'm more inclined to bend a little. I'm more right. inclined to do certain things for the benefit of of the of the vision, of the overall vision that everybody's included on. Right. But so, if but if it, this is solely coming from out of my vagina, right. then I'm Less inclined. Your to. labor, so healthy for, vagina. Yeah, like so for, like, I'm good on it. 
for example, <laughs> let's say an organization comes to you, right? Like this happened to me where someone came to me and said, hey, we think this thing that you do is dope and we want to film it. And let's capture this and let's this and that. And we're going to let you be you and you be you and we're going to interview you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with that, right? Mm-hmm. Then day of the shoot, they're like, okay, this is great, but we really want you to make sure you mention this and that you talk about that and you got to say this and this and that. And then I'm like, money. I'm like, well, wait. I need money. Right. <laughs> I'm like, well, you want me to mention. To promote. To this. something. I need more money. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that is also a conversation. Like, and I think but, that's the hardest part for some artists and creative. It's like, in that moment, you're dressed, you're on set, you're doing what you're doing, and somebody's like, hey, And that is this. why people need agents, which is what I do. Yeah, because... that's what you do. And that's also, like, something that I'm getting really, really... I'm getting to a point where, like, I need... Some, like I need an intermediate person that's right these people because it's hard and I think a lot of artists like you they're their own manager they're their own agent they're their own this they're their own that you know what I'm saying yeah but when you're on the spot and you're on set and they say hey hold this and say please da, 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 and it's kind of like Ooh, we didn't talk about this before I got here yeah, I'm gonna need more money <laughs> right but at that point <laughs> it's kind of like oh he's difficult Oh, he's difficult. And it's like, and it's like, what the fuck? But with an agent, you can say, excuse me, I'm sorry. My agent did not tell me about this. You got to talk to my agent. I got to talk to my agent about this. I cannot negotiate anything with you. This is above me. Right. Like, it's above me me now. Right. It's above me me now. (laughs) So, you mention a lot because I stalked your page. One, if y'all don't follow Thug Pop on IG, just follow him. It's, It's really cool stuff. You uh, talk about, well, one, before I even get to the self-care thing, okay. I saw that you did a Beats by Dre thing, and yeah. I guess a lot of the comments were like, what is this? What's T? Oh, Who yeah. is it? And <laughs> you had to kind of fight back on Twitter. Like, what happened? Uh, yeah, like, I guess... Uh... You were on the Beats by Dre page, which is like, what? Yeah, I'm, so I did some work. So Beats by Dre commissioned me to do some work with them and I did the work they paid me really really well it was nice it was the whole thing was a nice Beats by Dre is a nice company to work for or work with but then I kind of forget that like Beats by Dre was done by Dr. Dre sometimes okay and the people who follow Dr. Dre or like even on a global standpoint there are niggas who don't fuck with gay niggas there's niggas who don't fuck with black niggas like there's just there's hate in this world and i haven't necessarily like my page doesn't get hate which is weird but like your page what well it shouldn't because if someone's following you it should be your supporters you know right yeah and so with the beats by dre thing i guess it was like my i guess it's such a big platform that like everybody's kind of like looking at it um so niggas were like 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 it wasn't even like white niggas it was like nigga niggas uh huh and they were just like really going in on like just like because you had on like this Japanese schoolgirl outfit hair authentic lo- it's like authentic Japanese like it's actually from Tokyo like it's like <laughs> it it's, was like, real, it was very Gogo Yubari's classmate. Nah. 
Yeah, you know, like that's the reference. All that. And I guess people had shit to say about a black man being femme presenting and all that shit. And yeah, I mean, which they're always gonna. I just feel like Miss Thing, so gonna... that y'all know, Miss Thing is wearing a shirt right now that says, God yeah. is a girl. And, and I, she has oh, devil yeah. horns and her tongue out licking a lollipop. Uh huh. Yeah. This, just mean, so that y'all can get imagery on who my girl is. <laughs> and the blonde bands were not just all that. Yeah. No. No, I don't know. It's just, it, it was just, I thought it was really cool because I was like, damn, like, niggas are really fixing their fingers over little old me and I'm cashing my money and they hating. I mean, that's what fame is or not fame, right. but notoriety or whatever. Right. But, no, there's always going to be somebody with some feedback. And guess what? I, I've always been a-okay with not being for everybody. I'm yeah. a loud mouth bitch. I take the I take charge. I know. I know that yeah, I could be yeah. a lie. But for me, cool. If I'm not for you, cool. Watch your mouth. Watch don't your disrespect mouth. me. Yeah. But it's cool. It's I don't gotta be weird. for you. It's, it's getting, getting weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like just the other day, I live in Crown Heights and I've lived in Crown Heights since January. Mm-hmm. And just the other day, some biggest like Hold up on me and was like, I'm about to fucking shoot you. You're a fucking faggot. Sure. Like, oh. yeah, it was really, really scary. Like, I've never been like really scared. Like, I'm from Baltimore, so like, I'm not really like. Uh huh. You don't get shook. Uh-huh. Right. If you lived in Baltimore, you ain't got shit to be scared of. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm good on it, but like those niggas like really had guns, so I was like, oh okay, let me like get in a fucking house. But it's getting weird. I don't know if it's like. My energy, or like I'm ascending in my energy, or something. Uh-huh. but niggas are really like showing their true colors. People feel that. People can feel when you have a presence about you, or your your energy and your aura is radiating a confidence yeah. that they don't have, or that they have, or that it troubles them that you of all people have yeah. that confidence and that energy, and it and it bothers them. Listen, yeah. there's a t there's a there's a t girl walking around. Right now, who she hates my guts. She cannot take me. And I'm like, it's so sad because you are one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and wow. you are so consumed and worried about what I do, girl. And that's literally, bad. I'm over here getting checks. And you worried about what I'm that's doing. What I, that's what I'm, I'm like, why are you bad? Because niggas getting money. Right. <laughs> girl, go get your check. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm helping the economy at this point. Uh-huh. Like, I always say this, not on some corny shit, but, like, I always said, like, when it comes to gay men and gay niggas, like, the most femme presenting are the fucking heroes of the community because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, for, for sure. me, I don't really get... People don't say shit like that to me, and not because I'm not clocky, because, I mean, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not, depending on what I'm wearing. But... People don't say stuff like that to me, but they'll be quick to, quick to say something like that to you. You know what I'm saying? Or to her. Or, like, even when we was in Harlem, we was drunk as fuck in Harlem and on July 4th. And somebody walked by and said, yo, niggas is weirdos. In front of his girl. And my thing is, I was like, you're so corny for that. And she's corny for that. She yeah. should actually she drop you right there. Because, because she's going to go home. You. She's going to go home and fuck you. Right. Like. You're like, gonna go home and have sex with him. Why would I fuck somebody who's 
who's saying shit like that to a bunch of gays on the corner. We chilling, waiting for an Uber. Right. And this straight guy is so... What was I saying? What was I saying? I was saying something back to him because you know I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I started saying shit right back. Bitch, we started saying shit. Like, Bitch, he turned around and he was like, oh, shit, it's about to get real. But then he kept going. No, but, but the like, reality is this. Here's the key. The key is that there's five of us on the corner. Play with yeah. us if you want to. We're going to wear you the fuck out. We're still niggas. Right. Like, we will wear you the fuck right. out. We're still niggas. <laughs> no, and get I this. Here's what's, what's good. What's funny is it was five of us on a corner. And then guess what? Down the street, the party that we was at, there's like another 10. Right. So right. if you want to play right now, play. No, let's because go. you're going to get worn the fuck out. It can get weird. It can uh-huh. get weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So you talk about how does Stuck Pop take care of himself? You always, every other post, you mention self-care. And I think it's kind of like a promo thing, but I do think on some level you really be meaning it. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, really about self-care just because I've, like, battled with my own demons and things. And if I don't take care of myself, then I kind of um, will resort back to old habits. Okay. And so when I'm talking, also, it's just, like, ingrained in my practice a little bit where, like, like every time I shoot, like, a nigga or anytime I have a shoot with, like, anybody, especially if it's a self-produced shoot, I start off with, like, meditation, guided meditation, and I just got a new sound goal. So we've been doing that on set a lot. That, like, helps you, like, just heart chakra. Wait, what's that again? What's it called? It's called a sound ball. A sound ball? A sound bowl. Sound bowl, so okay. You get out of quartz crystal. Yeah. And you kind of play it and it kind of, and the sounds kind of heal yeah. certain I feel parts. like that's something Solange would do. That sounds dope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um Sister is actually like really, really into it right now. Like she's okay. been she's been like doing it on live and shit. But okay. Solange is like you know, she's like an inspiration. Um, <laughs> Go on, um, Yeah. Um, when it comes to I mental like, health and, like, black people, I it took me a long time. I always knew that I needed to seek something higher than what I knew for, like, yeah. because, but black people don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? We just don't. They talk, they, they're like, oh, go to church. And it's like, right. how far down? And like, it's like, first of all, church is the reason why I'm going crazy in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, y'all brainwashing against, like, OD. I just, um, I no learned shit. how to meditate um, over a year ago. And yeah. I had I had heard about it for years. And, you know, obviously, but, and I never knew how to do it. Look, how, yeah. Listen, I have a look, shrine look. right here. Well, she's a voodoo. I come through with all my oh, shit. Period. See, I'm not fucking with you. See, and I'll I'll give you my little smoker. I get there. Look, tap it, tap it so they can hear it at home. They can hear it at home. She does her own, you know, brujaria. You know, sacrificing chickens like a zillion banks. All that. My sister A Banks. No, I'm I'm with like whatever niggas need to do. I'm so except you know like I'm not with the satanic shit. Right, uh-huh. Uh-huh. right. <laughs> so okay, like, what what is what's coming up? 
what's coming up what do we have to look forward to what are you working on what are you looking forward to with the rest of 2020 into 2021 um uh, uh, <laughs> damn i don't I, I done signed some NDNA, so I can't even like. Go off. Yes, NDNA. Even that, even that, that's an answer within itself. I can't. So, uh, so I'm. Oh, okay, wait, wait. No, no, no. I'm going to answer the question, though, because I hate when niggas say, like, oh, I can't talk about it. It's like, no, yeah. I can say something. Um, I'm doing my own private show, uh, art show, like, with this gallery um, dropping in, like, the fall of 2020. Okay. Um, but it's going to be like appointment only because of COVID. Um, God. but I'm working on that right now. We went this whole episode without talking about COVID. Good job to all of us. Thank God. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Good anymore. job. I mean, it's real though. It's real as fuck. It's real. It's weird. It's weird how like COVID has kind of came through. I don't know. I don't, that's a whole other episode. Right. Um, I'm working on that. Um, HBA is that. So I'm like in that world as I'm well. actually happy about that. I love their shit. And then it felt like they went away for a bit. And it was like, I genuinely felt like, yo, fuck Off-White. Because... Wait, it, was Virgil part of HBA? No. Oh. It no. just... People were it's giving them... I'll let them, like, talk their shit. But there's just a lot of just things that a lot of people, like, just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad, like, they're back and they're they're taking the higher road, um, like Michelle Obama. Work. Kristen, uh, I want to know, do what, when you, you know, give someone your card, I mean, we don't want to do this cards anymore, but like, what do you consider yourself? Are you a creative director? Are you a stylist? I'm Are a you multidisciplinarian a- artist. Multidisciplinarian artist. Yeah. Okay. So I go through a lot of different things to find one outcome. Okay. Boom. So yeah, that's like what I would call myself. I know like all these other entities are like creative director, model, blah, 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 but it's like I'm. I, it's all coming from my I've, vagina. I've learned outside of I've learned outside of professional discussions is where I found what I want to say. Like I found that like on Tinder or meeting dudes on Instagram and shit like that is where they're like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like. Oh, I'm an entertainer, like marketing aficionado, like this and that. <laughs> I'm a sex and relationship guru, like da 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 da. Like, yeah. it, you know what I'm saying? It's like I found that describing myself to men was where I found what you do. What I do because you I was do. like, what do I do? Because you can do what you do <laughs> and no, you can do what you do, right? And not know how to sell what you do. And that's two different things. And that's the thing is that, like, people want... And it's funny. Most people ask you that question, right? They ask you that question and they want an answer. They don't. Yeah. They want you to say, oh, I'm a hairstylist. Oh, I'm a that. And it's like, oh, no, baby, I'm a lot more complex than that. Yeah. I've got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of different roads we can take. Amen. Yeah. But so, I'm just a multidisciplinary artist slash visual artist, but that's it. Love that. So take this time, right, to talk your shit and let the girls know where they can find you, what to look for, websites, Instagrams, all that kind of shit, and where everybody can check out your stuff. And if we have to emphasize it one more time, please, everybody listening, if you don't already, follow Thug Pop. Great content, doing the work. 
um, 100%. But go ahead. Let everybody know where they can find you and all the other stuff that's coming up. Okay, so everybody can follow me at the top on Twitter, on Instagram, and then I'm dropping my site next month. Just gonna be thugpop.co. Yeah. Because we're getting LLCs and whatnot. Yes! <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Periana. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's just kind of it. You can check me out on Beats right now. I got something up on High Snobbity. I have something coming very soon on Essence. Essence? Uh, Wait, Essence? Uh, not Essence, like, uh, like the Montreal shit. Okay. Not 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 the black magazine. Oh, uh, I'm about to say Essence is finally, you know, letting. No, 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 they're still, they're still. They're uh-huh. still. They still at the church, honey. They at the church. Yeah, they're still, you know. Damn, I was hoping Essence woke up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I a lot of shit is about to drop. Um, but stay tuned and just follow me at Dog Pop for all updates and whatnot. Fabulous. All right. Well, y'all, it's been another great week. It's been a hot ass motherfucking week. Text him. It's been a hot motherfucking week. Um, you know what to do. Actually, I think I might be going to the beach after this. So let's see what the fuck goes on. Um, you guys know if you have any questions, concerns, comments, details, write us directly at our email. That's livingloudpodcast at gmail.com. You can also leave an anonymous submission through Squarespace at weliveinloud.com. That's we live in no G. Don't be tacky. You can also find us on our socials. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Reek and Cleopatra. You can find Vic at Vic, not V-I-C-K. And you can find the podcast page at Living Loud NYC. And sending y'all off with a toast, as we always do, to our special guest, take it away. Why live live your life in a whisper when you can be living loud? (laughs) You ate that. Love you.